This is taking a turn for the worse. What a dumb question. <laughs> Coming to you from the shed, it's the Shopping the Chainsaw podcast, where we talk about the journey of personal growth and creating happiness. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Late. Somebody can't tell time. Day late. Fuck short. Day late. Day late. Because somebody went out of town. And then got the plague. And then got the plague. But I was trying to be a conscientious citizen and not share the plague. Plus, you couldn't talk At in all. a way that anybody would want to hear. No. Uh, my coworkers can confirm that I sound like I was chewing on glass. Correct. So, I'm marginally more acceptable now. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Um, so you're self-conscious about talking about your big week or? I, I don't know. I just feel all this pressure all of a sudden. And this perform. whole get up. Yeah. Pressure to perform. Yes. Um. I hear it's normal. Just pretend everybody's naked. So you had two big things this week that happened. Yes. What are those Um, two? last, last week. Whatever. One last week and one this week. Okay. So I put in my two weeks. Mm-hmm. At work, and yep. then what was the next one? Couldn't, didn't, didn't didn't want to do that anymore. No. So I said no. Okay. Uh, and then uh, apparently I'm just gonna jump right into being a full time entrepreneur. <laughs> Fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. And you did that through purchasing a, a vehicle. Vehicle. Sight unseen. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, so but we kind of jumped over. We missed the whole like backstory i guess cause... no but you got to tell them what you're going to talk about and then you go back oh you got to give them the big bullets okay. and we're, then go back. we're working on show layouts mm-hmm. so, so tell them what you're going to talk about those are the two things you're going to talk about quitting your job mm-hmm. buying a truck okay okay so then you go back and say so about quitting my job this is how we got there and here's the details and then about buying this truck here's the details so this week I quit my job. But we needed to fill in like what my job actually is. Yeah, so you can go back and do that. About that before <clears throat> you go back and do that at the beginning. So you had two big things happen this week. Mm-hmm. Quit your job. Quit my job. Holy smokes! Holy smokes! And but I didn't quit. Well, you put in your notice. I gave notice of intent to quit. Yes. Okay, and you uh, bought a fucking. You yes. put your put your notice of intent to quit. Yes. What is your job? Does anybody know what your job is here? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. What is your yeah, job? We never talked about it. <laughs> what do uh, What do people think? You know what? This is a great opportunity. Ooh. If anybody <laughs> would like to send in, but then we don't have an episode now. I know some fucking Ooh. tweets, some Instagram polls. Send me a direct message. Oh, what man. do you think Alan's job is? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think his job is? Oh, now we can't do the show. I want to know. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. What do you think Ellen's job is? Is the question. Um, I would like you to send in all your information to know what job you've quit. You can talk about quitting it, but I'd like everyone to take a wild guess as to what kind of job yeah. you just quit. Yeah, that is a good one. Uh huh. Yeah, we haven't talked about it. Nope. And never made it into any episode. Nope. So what you do oh. know about you is that you are a former. Member of the Marine Corps. Yeah. 
you are an age that is less than 40. There's 39 of them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You get to pick your your choice. You um, have a problem with bad authority. Mm-hmm. And you like teamwork. I like lots of things. So, and salty nuts. So. It's true. So those are your, those are your details that you know. Man. So everybody guess. Tell me what you think Alan's job is. Yeah. So now we're going to have to have like a really ambiguous episode. Well, so. Skirting. Mm-hmm. So you quit the job that you disliked. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. I had enough of it and decided I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, the reasons for quitting are irrelevant. I mean, the, the job is irrelevant Correct. to the reasons that you quit. Yes. Because nobody knows anything. Well, okay. And I feel like if you have to justify going to your work, yeah. you probably shouldn't be there. Yeah. Find something else. There was one time in my career where I would walk across the street to go into the place that I worked. And I would pray every day as I was crossing the street that somebody would hit me with their vehicle. Mm-hmm. Strike me in the legs, not so that I would die, but just so that I could break my legs and then I physically couldn't do the job that I was doing if I couldn't like stand and walk. Yeah. Um, so I would pray every day, every day that somebody would just take me the fuck out of that stop sign that they ran all the time and just put me out of my misery. Or I would pray that the, that the whole building would catch on fire. You know, I think that's pretty common. Um, do you? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I don't know that I've ever prayed buildings would catch on fire. Oh, yeah. I pray that my whole building would catch on fire and that, that it would just burn. The fucker would burn to the ground. That I wouldn't have to go inside. Um, so I knew it was time to quit for me then, too. So I did the same. Put in my notice, packed up, moved. Took a lesser paying job, but got me where I am now. So I guess it worked out. Yep. So you quit. Yep. So and uh, decided that I'm done working for other people for a while. Okay. I think that's always been a big issue for me. Also. Yeah. I mean, the industry that I'm in, there's not really like set hours. Yeah. And there's a lot of like personal sacrifices mm-hmm. that come along with that. Yeah. Like not being able to plan things. Mm-hmm. Basically. What kind of things do you want to plan that you can't plan? Well, I mean, just. I don't know. It's just kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Like when you don't have guaranteed hours off. Mm-hmm. Like you can't say that every day I get off at five o'clock. Oh, right. Like I can meet you at six because I'll be off work. Yeah. Got it. Or like the whole bettering yourself thing with like <laughs> schools and whatnot. Yeah. 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 You know, like, people go to like night school. Isn't that what they call it? That is what they call it. Yeah. So if you wanted to do some sort of personal betterment, it would or be difficult. transition into a different career, you can't really do it. Yeah. And I know we've talked about like whether you wanted to like start riding your bike again or, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't really have the flexibility because you don't know when you're getting off and then your job is, here's a clue, your job is physical in nature yes. at times. So it makes and you tired. That's another sacrifice that you make is your body mm-hmm. yeah lots of aches and pains come along with that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So not there you just go. spiritual no no um okay good yeah so that's fantastic. so if i'm gonna do all that stuff i don't want to do that for somebody else yeah might as well do it for your it's own all the stuff you have to do as an entrepreneur anyway right mm-hmm. so then um work, back work, work. back story i was um in southern california for the week I was at. Um, yes, let's talk about you. Let's do it. Go. I was at US. Finish your story. See, and I got a text message that you were. No. 
you were out. I waited until the evening okay. to tell you. That so you it wouldn't interrupt Thank your you. learning. I appreciate that. I was I was out of class and I got a text in the evening to let me know that the next day was the day. I said there was a 98% chance I was putting That's in my correct. notice. That's correct. And I said, fuck it. You should do it. That's what I tell people. Well, if you're miserable, you shouldn't stay. That's what I tell people. All the time. Yep. So, um. Because when you put your notice in, everybody else wants to come out and be part of that group and tell you they're putting their notice in soon. Yep. So I'm like, yeah, do it then. Yeah, you should. If if you're you're not happy, do it. Nope. There's nothing that's worth that sacrifice. Nope. Not for somebody else. No. Um, and then you put in your notice. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you decided to become an entrepreneur all in one fell swoop. Well, I mean, that's always something that I've had in the back of my mind anyway. That's good. You, so, well, like, you, you're very entrepreneurial in, entrepreneurial in nature. Yeah. But all the, all the steps that I'm putting into place now have been thought about for years. Mm-hmm. There's just always that thing where oh, it's not the right time. And never the right yeah, time. It's yeah. never the right time. So that's yeah. why I'm like... Just Fuck it. Let's do it. We're doing it. Did you, um, had you thought about all the steps that you're taking now? Um, what do you mean? Like, had you lined it out? Like, this is what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to spend this money on this. I'm going to have to get insurance for this. I'm going to have to, you know, all these back of office things that you're doing this week. Um, for the most part, yeah. Wow. Yeah, most of it's not anything new to me yeah or things that i didn't know i would have to do yeah i guess the only the only thing that is really kind of eye-opening to me i guess would be the whole funding thing okay just because of the uh well i knew that there's not really any fundings for startups Mm. yeah like i knew there wasn't as a startup you don't really get any loans or anything Mm -hmm. but then um so i Went on one of those lending tree things or whatever. Yeah. Where they match you with things just to see what it is. Tinder for loans. Yeah. See if there was any actual things available. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously you have to put all your personal information in first so everybody can start calling you nonstop. Right. And uh, so I talked to one of them and it, uh, and the dude's like, yeah, you know, we can we can get you into like – a $60,000 loan and then we can probably get you a $60,000 credit card on top of that. Sounds fishy. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, first, first they had a different person call me. Oh. So it was like somebody calls and they say, Hey, is this Alan with whatever, or what you need to just put information in for this? And they're like, yeah. It's like, all right, hold on. Let me transfer you. So then you talk to an actual person. Specialist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're the ones that tell you all this stuff. And uh, so they sent me the the paperwork mm-hmm. or the um, terms and conditions of applying. Okay. And uh, so I was reading them and, well, I mean, they're upfront about their cost or their fees that they're going to make. So they're going to make 9.99% of the total cost or total loan that you're getting okay um and then when i was looking at the terms they sent they get that no matter what whether as long as you're approved for a loan 
whether you take the loan mm-hmm. or not, they still get the pay. They still get paid, and you're still paying it. So when you say nine percent of your loan, so it's like let's say you take a sixty thousand dollars. So if I get loan. that sixty thousand dollar loan, they're getting six grand or five thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. So does that come out of the total amount that you can spend, or does that like that's a fee on top of the total loan? So you get a loan for sixty. They said backdoor. I don't know what that means. I don't either. I don't, yeah. So either way, it's out of my money. I'm sure. Yeah. That's why they're getting paid. Like it's no probably tacked what. on to the repayment amount or whatever. Is it? Yeah, it's either that or you're actually getting a loan for fifty. One thousand, yeah. Huh. But uh, or fifty-four thousand. But yeah, yeah. yeah so we're good at math. Yeah. So after that, I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna talk to you guys anymore. No. And of course, you and just by clicking it, you agree to it. Oh. So you you open it, but then at the bottom it says, by clicking here, you agree to these terms. So good and thing you read a, them. The click counts as a signature. Oh. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. So, so let that be a. Warning to anybody looking for easy funding. It's yeah. probably predatory-ish yeah. in nature. I'm sure and anybody then I was, with small businesses. I was looking at it. other ones that were like that, and it's pretty much like that all across. So no matter what, even if you get a loan or not, you're still paying. Wow. So, yeah. Word to the wise. Yeah. Read the terms and conditions. Just look at it and don't sign it. Uh, yeah, so that's probably the, the biggest eye-opener that I've seen doing this now well fantastic yeah so what are you the most stressed about um i guess the unknown yeah because if you're employed there's not that much to worry about yeah i guess not getting fired right but that's really not that hard Mm -hmm. but yeah so as an entrepreneur you're in charge of everything yeah yeah creating the business and well not the that traffic. but the yeah getting paid paying bills yeah all the insurance if you fuck up on something and something else yeah it's you don't have any no one to blame safety net there's no safety net yeah so and i guess in the grand scheme i'm not getting that much money right i mean it's not a ridiculous amount that that would put me out of house and home or anything but it's still a big a big thing to be getting money and then not having a guaranteed way of getting any back to pay it off. <laughs> right. Or just even continue paying the bills that you already have. So how do you feel about um, having to pr- jump into being a people person now? Uh, I'm fine at work, I think, with customers. Yeah. Yeah. Approaching them and starting conversations with strangers. That's a real question. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, so it's fine. I don't have to work on people. Well, I I think to grow your business, yeah. You might have no, to. I know, but I I think also though that I'm in an industry where I can be, or there would be a very big uh, like word of mouth, yeah, kind of thing, yeah, because there's not a lot of quality out there with yeah. what you're, yeah, endeavors. So don't forget, you guys. <laughs> Don't forget to send a message. I'll put up a poll. Vote. Uh, Will you put up a poll? Yeah. You know know how to do that? Well, I mean, I could put up a... Yeah, I could put up a poll. On the Twitter machine? Not on the Twitter machine. I don't use Twitter, but I can do it on the Instagram. A or B option? A or B or fill in the blank. I can do question. Yeah. Um, But either way, please vote. Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. should have done this before. Sorry. So we could talk more. Sorry, I have such a genius mind. (laughs) 
Well, that like wipes out part of the the show, but yeah, I'm I'm intrigued. We can um, segue into talking about why people quit jobs and why they have terrible bosses. Well, people quit jobs because they suck. That's true. Or they pers- have personal problems and just don't want to work at places. Yes, that's also correct. Yeah. But I um, think for the general reason, it's just because the place sucks and they aren't scared to leave it. Yeah. Um, so I got curious, and you may have seen I put out a question on Twitter. Not Twitter. I don't use Twitter. I don't know why I keep saying it. Uh, Instagram to see what some people have as their worst experience with a boss. Mm-hmm. Um, and my personal favorite was um, a friend of mine who said that uh, their boss fired them while they were drunk. <laughs> so I thought that but was... But was drunk? Uh, he was. The boss, boss was, oh. yes. Uh-huh. Boss was drunk. Um, another one that I think... Did you have any kind of repercussion to that? I mean... As the one being fired? You mean, like, could you could you have a recourse, like an act? Yeah, recourse. Yeah, you re- certainly could. Not repercussion. Yeah, I mean, you could, you just would have to have somebody higher than them to listen and be able to prove it. Um, there, <laughs> there's a lot of good ones. Um, one that I actually, uh, could identify with is I had a friend who, um had a boss who would just do coke upstairs until four o'clock in the morning. Um, and I had a couple of bosses in my time that would go missing. It's cause they were doing blow in the office. But That's you're not working fun. at four in the morning. Uh, it depends on the industry. And I, I'm going to, uh, there was one, <laughs> there was a couple of people who talked about their bosses sexually harassing them, which is, you know, always a delight. Um, but a couple of people talked about like, lack of transparency being That's told common. yeah being told that they were replaceable um well you are yeah just flat out you're replaceable but i mean nobody wants to feel like they're replaceable um and laziness laziness is one of the key reasons that people feel like their bosses are horrendous mm-hmm. um and there was a few uh that were People raging from, so I worked in the restaurant business for a long time. Um, and you encounter some really interesting characters. Um, and one of the, one of the responses was they were constantly getting accused of throwing away silverware and napkins and ended up quitting because their boss was such a dick about it. They're probably all on eBay under the boss's account. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, people, Always remember the bosses that make them quit. You know, it's harder to remember the great bosses who lift you up, but the ones who make Mm -hmm. you furious and want to slash their tires are a lot more, you know, indelibly marked Mm -hmm. in your memory. Well, I guess that goes back to that saying about, uh, like, some, was it, one oh shit takes away all the attaboys, thousand attaboys or something? Oh, I don't know that one. I don't remember the actual saying now, though. But it was something along the lines of, like, all it takes is one fuck up to erase 10,000 attaboys or yeah. something like that. I, I don't mean, know. true. Or 1,000 attaboys. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Right. I don't know. Maybe that doesn't actually apply, but sort of. <laughs> one in Rome. Yes. Well, I mean, it's kind of the same. Yeah. Nobody remembers the good when there's one bad. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. Wipes away all the hard work sometimes. 
Um, so I thought that was really interesting that people were, and of course, as you would imagine, uh, people were much quicker to answer what are the terrible things that your boss has done versus what are the great things. I know. But no, I've, I've thought about that myself. And I'm like, I remember like all the bad ones that I've had. And like, mm-hmm. why? Mm-hmm. Like, specific incidences and reasons why I dislike these people. Yeah. But then I'm like, what people, you'd be a lot hard pressed to find or remember the good reasons that you liked bosses yeah. or other people. It's a lot harder to remember those or like name those specific things than it is the bad ones. And, you know, I think about a lot of the times the people who pushed me the farthest that made me the most aggravated in the moment were some of the best bosses I've had because I was getting growth and development, but that's really different than people who kind of force your hand and force you to want to walk off your job and become an entrepreneur. Yeah, I don't know that I can relate. I don't remember any incidents of being furious for a good reason. You don't know what's a good reason until like eight months later. Yeah, but I still don't remember any of those. (laughs) There was one... um, one time that I remember that was really formative in my career that made me at the time so mad. And I don't know if this person knows how, how upset they made me in the moment uh, by asking me to do one task when they were my boss. And it was a restaurant thing. And we had served, um, we'd served food to somebody who had an allergy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we served this kid a dish that was not prepared with their allergy in mind, like we thought it was, and we gave them the wrong dish. And that happens, right? It happens all the time. And it wasn't my shift. I wasn't leading the floor, but my boss made me go talk to the mom of this kid because it was, you know, eight-year-old who we had given this dish to. Um, we thought that it was like laced with their allergen. And next thing you know, you're going to have a kid in anaphylaxis. So my boss made me go do it. And I was so pissed at the time. And I wonder if he even remembers that he made me do this. And I remember the dish. I remember the mom. I remember the kid. I remember the night. And um, I was Wait, so furious. But you, you had to go like tell out, the mom out of the restaurant? No, I was. they were still in the restaurant. So. So somebody found out that. The, we caught it in the kitchen. But the kid had already had it? Mm-hmm. Kid had already started eating it. Oh. They'd been in front of the kid for five minutes, let's say. And the kitchen tells us, hey, that's the wrong one. Here's the right one. Somebody took it and took it out. So here's the right dish. This one, you know, doesn't have whatever ingredient the kid's allergic to. And they're Mm -hmm. already eating the one that does. And my boss made me go talk to the mom, break the news to her, bring the right dish, and um, try and smooth it over. But did you start out by slapping the food out of the kid's face <laughs> and throwing the plate? You know, I was I was young. Um, and Running and diving across the table. I was terrified because we already knew the kid had started eating it. And I was hoping I would walk over there and that the plate would be full. And well, it how bad of an allergy was it? Well, clearly, the end of the story is it wasn't that bad of an allergy because the kid was not, you know. Well, if as a parent... If my child has an allergy that's enough to really mess them up, we're not eating out. Yeah, but I guess at some point you have to take the risk. Like, do you want to keep your kid from having all these other experiences when you could be totally safe because we have a track record of being able to to serve, you know, hundreds of people. If we only kill one out we of a thousand kids. We only kill one kids. out of a thousand. Um, 
No, but I mean, and I guess that would be a, a question for It just takes one of, fuck up. Yeah, parents of uh, my friends who have kids who have severe allergies, but... Um, Which child is it? Is it the first or the third? No. This, the you know... That plays a big difference. It does. It does. Um, so, yeah. So, at the time, I was so mad. I was so mad and I was so scared. But I realize now, you know, this this incident stuck with me and I grew so much as a manager and a leader and like figuring out what I could and couldn't handle. And Mm -hmm. I go back to that all the time. I've never had to do anything as scary as walk up to that parent and tell them that we served their kid the wrong dish. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, I I wonder if my boss at the time, who's still somebody who's a friend, knew how pissed I I was. I don't think he did. Maybe he could see it all over my face, but I was, furious but it like made me better these bosses are doing things that piss you off just to piss you off i don't know they're not doing it to piss anybody off no nah, maybe not no they're just being piles of shit it's just the way they are it's just their belief that you should fire people while you're drunk oh we're talking about those bosses <laughs> i just went back to those bosses oh. yeah. uh i don't know well i mean things happen when you're drunk <laughs> It's, time it's to not party. your fault. <laughs> yeah. So you've got a big, you got a big order in front of you, but I think it's really exciting. Entrepreneurial I spirit. I guess we'll see, huh? Mm-hmm. I think so, because you can get all the things that give you PMA through being your own boss, right? Maybe. Maybe I don't know. Find out. I've never been my own boss before. Probably make your own hours and... No. I don't think so. Well. Because I'm still in the industry with no hours, so... Well, I'm saying you can decide when you take a job or when you don't. Eventually, probably. Yes. And what works for you? Because the whole point is like, why would you slip back into doing all the things you hate? Correct. If you're your own boss. Because uh, you kind of have to. So then what's the point? You're doing it for yourself, not for somebody else? Yeah. Making somebody else money? Yep. So I guess we'll cut this one short until we get a, some good guesses on what I do. That's a good update. And Even if it's short, it's impactful. Yeah. And we can get into more details? Yes. Maybe earlier. Well, I guess it's kind of already late in the week, so Wednesday. Give you some extra... Extra content. Wednesday-ish, we'll have it. So don't forget, go on Instagram. I'll post it. Be on the lookout. I'm going to vote and tell me what you think the industry is that, or what Alan's job is. Let's be real specific. What do you think his job is? Yes. You know that he is a former, he's former military. He has a problem with shitty authority. He is an age less than 40. And it is a physical job at times. So those are your clues. Can't wait to hear what you think. It's going to be really good. And hey, you quit your job. You bought a truck. Sight unseen. Mm -hmm. I'll take him back to that, though. You're an entrepreneur. On my way. Yeah. I'm still gainfully employed. Yeah, for a hot minute. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. So next week, 
we will find out what your job is. Or in a few days. Or in a few days. Yeah. Next episode, we'll find out what your job is. We'll talk a little bit more about your fancy new ride. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. See you soon. I'll have a better voice. Promise. Yeah. Good night. Yeah, we really gotta get the get a good outro going. I know. This is Sharpen Your Chainsaw. Download and subscribe everywhere you find podcasts. Send your thoughts to show at sharpenyourchainsaw.com. And thanks for listening. Goodbye.